0: This is Fred Jeff Smith, pastor of Shiloh Missionary Baptist Church, inviting you to give consideration to our Early Learning Academy as you look for a place for your pre-K, kindergarten or first grader. We would love to have the opportunity to serve your child. We have outstanding facilities and a wonderful staff of certified teachers itching to serve you. Come by and share with us as soon as you can.
1: Baptist Church welcomes you to a time of harvest. It is our hope and prayer that the Spirit of the Lord reaches you through today's message and strengthens your walk with Christ so that you may pass along the word and strengthen others' walk with Christ. And now we present to you a time of harvest.
0: A time of harvest with the Shiloh Missionary Baptist Church. I'm Fred Jeff Smith, pastor of Shiloh, and I'm very happy that you chose to spend part of your Sunday with us. We pray that you've already been helped by the music ministry of our choir, and as we prepare now to receive the Word of God, we're going to be looking at a rather familiar passage of Scripture found in the third chapter of John, where Jesus has a conversation with a Pharisee named Nicodemus. And in the course of the conversation, early in the conversation, Jesus says that you must be born again in order to be a part of the kingdom of God. We're going to be talking about the revolution of the gospel. We pray that this message will be a help to you and to your family. And we invite you to earliest convenience to come and share with us in a worship experience or a Bible study here at Shiloh. We're here every Sunday at 8 and 11 for worship. Church school is at 945. We're here on Wednesdays at noon and 630 for the study of God's Word. We invite you and would point you to our website at shilobr.com to find out more about all of the ways that you can view us on social media or become a part of our church family. And we encourage you at your earliest convenience to come by and share with us here until that time makes itself available. Thank you for being a part of a time of harvest. I wanna talk to
2: you for a few minutes from the subject, the revolution of the gospel.
0: The revolution of the gospel. Contrary to what some people believe, salvation is a process, not an event. We like to talk about, I was saved a long time ago. But the truth of the matter is, salvation is a process. You were saved, you are being saved, and you're looking forward to the conclusion of that salvation when you meet the Lord.
2: As such, uh, salvation is both revolutionary and Evolutionary. Meeting Jesus is revolution. Meeting Jesus is transformative. Jesus will change our priority, He will shift our focus. But after the revolution of new birth, takes place, we have to be sure that we continue to evolve, and grow, and mature into the spiritual tool that Christ desires each of us to be. Revolution without evolution is what Paul calls zeal without knowledge. Revolution without evolution is what Jesus describes as having willing spirits, but being held back by weak faith. And if we're not careful, that kind of immature faith can keep us from fulfilling the potential that God has placed within each of us today in our worship experiences we want to explore both the revolution of the gospel and the evolution of the gospel. We're going to deal with revolution in this worship and you're invited to hang around and help us look at evolution at 11 o'clock. Let him who hath ears hear. Kingdom citizenship requires revolution. It requires a conversion. It requires a transformation as the result of an experience with Jesus. But an unfortunate reality of the church is that far too many in the church have yet to experience revolution. There are those who preach from church pulpits every Sunday, but they haven't experienced revolution. There are those who serve in church ministries, sing in the choir, serve as ushers, teach Sunday school classes, who have not experienced revolution. For while revolution comes by way of an experience with the Lord, not every experience with the Lord results in revolution. And I'm concerned because unless we get right in the church, we're not going to make any headway with folk outside the church. Before we do anything else, we need to be sure that we've had a revolutionary experience with God. In our text today, John describes an encounter with Jesus that did not result in revolution. The man that had the encounter was Nicodemus. Nicodemus was a Pharisee. He was an expert in the Mosaic law. He was a member of the Sanhedrin Council, which meant that he was well-educated, he was wealthy, and he was deeply religious. He was all the things that most of us aspire to be. But with all that he had and all that he knew, when you look at Nicodemus today, you get a sad picture of one who got close to Jesus, but didn't permit his closeness to lead to revolution. Church, there is nothing wrong with getting the best that this world has to offer. In fact, we encourage you to get the best that you can of everything. Get the best education that you can. And then use that education and your talent to earn the best income that you can. Develop a strong church life and be active in your church. But with all of that being said, I remind you that true success in life will not come from any of those things unless you've had a revolutionary experience with Jesus. Church membership doesn't mean a whole lot if you haven't experienced revolution. You can't use your talent to its maximum potential if you haven't had revolution. Jesus said, seek first the kingdom of God and its righteousness. But you won't seek the kingdom if you haven't had revolution. It's important to note that the conditions were right for Nicodemus to have revolution. The text says that he was drawn to Jesus because of what he had seen and heard of Jesus. Jesus had performed signs and wonders and Nicodemus was impressed with what he had seen and heard. He confesses, I know, that God sent you for no one could do what you're doing unless God was with him. So it was clear that Nicodemus knew that there was something special about Jesus. The official stance of the Sanhedrin was that Jesus was just another in a long line of fanatics who should be given no credibility at all. So even though Nicodemus knew better, even though he sensed that there was more to Jesus than what religious orthodoxy had determined, Nicodemus decided that rather than risk his reputation and his standing. He would approach Jesus in secret. Church, let me tell you today, you should never forget that revolution involves risk. You can't know the power of conversion unless you're willing to risk what you have in order to gain what Christ has for us. This promise is as old as prophecy. But we can't look for the Lord with our hearts unless we're willing to risk what we have in order to gain what he has for us. The promise is as old as the revelation. God told us through John, here I am standing at the door and knocking. If any of you hears my voice and opens the door, I will come in and I will fellowship with you and you with me. But we can't open the door to Jesus unless we're willing to give up what we have in order to gain what he has for us. Nicodemus was trying to experience revolution without risk. But Jesus points out that what he was trying to do was impossible without a conversion experience. Unless a person is born from above, It's not possible to see the kingdom I am pointing to. This call for new birth is a call for revolutionary experience with Christ. Nicodemus is being challenged by Jesus to allow God to work spiritual conversion in his life. And we must see that challenge being brought to us as well. And this revolution will produce some needed things in our spiritual development. First, it will change our thinking toward God's Word well. to experience revolution you have to have a changed mind. There must be a change in our minds about sin. No matter how much we want to be right, all of us must acknowledge that we are sinners in need of divine assistance. To experience revolution, You have to have changed minds about yourself. You have to recognize that you can't help yourself, but that you need the Lord to help you. To have revolution, you have to have a changed mind about God. Jesus is saying to Nicodemus that Despite what you may have been taught, in spite of what you may think about yourself, you can't achieve the righteousness I am talking about unless you accept me on your terms. And church, when we're willing to die to this life and be reborn in God's image. God will allow us to see him in new ways. His word takes on new meaning. When we are converted, then we recognize that we have to struggle with what God reveals to us in his word. One of the things that distinguish church folk from converted folk is that church folk don't think they have to struggle with anything. Church folk think they got it all already. But when you are converted folk, you got to struggle with some stuff. Converted folk have to struggle with as I have loved you, so should you love one another. Converted folk have to struggle with forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. Converted folk have to struggle with do unto others as you would have them do unto you. But when you have had a revolutionary experience with the Lord, you'll recognize that he'll change your thinking about God's word. And then revolution will also change our outlook. Revolution will help us to know that no matter what's going on around us, God is still in charge. There's a lot going on in our world today. Corrupt leadership, crime in our streets, inhumanity and insensitivity toward one another. But in spite of it all, when we've had a revolutionary experience well, we know that god is still at work in his Word. in jesus souls are still being saved in jesus Prayers are still being answered. In Jesus, the sick are still being healed. In Jesus, broken hearts are still being mended. In Jesus, sorrows are still being soothed. In Jesus, the wounded are still being made whole. In Jesus, we still have a friend who sticks closer than a brother. Yes. In Jesus, we still have someone who wipes the tears from our eyes. There's a lot in this world that can cause us to feel down and down. But if you've had A revolutionary experience. You know that you can put it in the Lord's hands. And when it's in his hands, he will make everything all right. Look around Shiloh this morning and think about those who used to be here. And now they're gone. Think about those in your family who used to be strong, and now they're old and weak. Think about those that you thought were too young to die, and they've already moved off the scene. And if you don't want to think about them, then think about you. Think about what you used to be able to do and what you can't do no more. Think about how you used to look and that you don't look that way no more. There's a difference between being good-looking and looking good. Some of us used to be good-looking and now we just look good. And let me tell you, time will bring on a change. And if you haven't been born again, if you haven't been converted, if you haven't had revolution, then you don't have anything to look forward to. But I declare that if you know Jesus For yourself, he'll change your expectation. If you know him for yourself, he'll fix your eyes on him and he'll cause you to realize that everything is all right because he is in control. You know, I can go through the Bible. and I can pull out other folks' testimony. I can talk about Peter's testimony, that there's one name under heaven given among me, that by which we must be saved, and that's the name of Jesus. I can go to Paul, and I can lift up Paul's testimony. I know the one in whom I have believed, and I know that he's able to keep that which I have delivered to him against that day. I can stop by John, and I can lift up John's testimony. Those who belong to the son eternal life I can run by Jude and I can lift up Jude's testimony give praise to the one who's able to keep you from falling and present you faultless before the throne of my God and I'm glad for their testimony
3: but I got up this morning And I came here to Shiloh, not to just give you their testimony, but I wanted to give my testimony. My testimony is that he picked me up and he turned me around. My testimony is that he woke me up this morning and started me on my way. My testimony is that he keeps health in my body and sanity in my mind. My testimony is that he makes my enemies behave and builds a hedge around me. My testimony is that when I'm down, He picks me up. When I'm out, He brings me in. My testimony is that He kept bread on my table, and clothes on my back, and a roof over my head. My testimony is that He's worthy 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 of all praise all glory all honor Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you Thank you. Thank you. Thank you Thank you. you. Thank you 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 yeah 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 last week, so let me do it now. Thank ya! Thank ya! Thank ya! Thank ya!
2: Yeah!
3: He's able. He's able. He's able. Able, 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 able. Yeah! 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 Yeah!
1: Choir
2: yeah. is going